Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Vizla Silver, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol VZLA, and on the NYSE under that same symbol VZLA. I am chatting with the President and CEO, Mike Connert. Now, Mike, let's follow up on the most recent news release, February 13th. We have drill results from the La Luisa vein. Now, this area is just a little bit west of the Napoleon Resource area on the Panuku Silver Gold Project. Mike, just start us off with the whole strategy here of building out from some of these resource areas and now a more recent focus being on drilling out this La Luisa vein. Yeah, well, we're th- we're thrilled with the results here at La Luisa and its continuation of the strategy of incremental growth from existing resource areas and then growing the center of mass in the West that we have here, which, you know, in essence, we call Project One. I think in the future, you know, despite the fact that we have, you know, the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource here in the West at our small center of mass, a four-kilometer radius in the ma- in, in the West, I expect to see multiples of this across the district so you know this is all part of the strategy of growing our center of mass in the west but also you know further to that you know finding new centers of mass across the district so mike we look at these results and you hit silver mineralization in the hundreds of grams per ton silver equivalent the widths are all over the place uh, up to i believe in this news release almost 10 meters One of the questions being, though, is that this area, so far through drilling, doesn't quite look as exciting as Copala or even Napoleon in terms of those ultra-high-grade hits. So how do you go about comparing, so far, La Luisa to either Copala or Napoleon? Well, you know, Copala uh, has set the bar so high. It's the the most important silver discovery probably in the last two decades. It's it's quite incredible and uh, runs for about a mile. It's 10 meters thick, and it's extremely high-grade. Some areas it's high grade over up to 80 meters. So, you know, Copala sets a very high tenor in this district. Napoleon is an incredible structure that's over three kilometers long. You know, it has some grades very similar to La Luisa and has some extremely high grades and some very nice wide zones as well. And I suspect that, you know, this is early days for La Luisa. So I, I, I suspect and I expect that in due time here, uh, La Luisa will, will, start to show the same signs as as Napoleon, a very high grade, nice thick zones. Uh, but it doesn't even have to. It doesn't have to match, you know, the same grades that we've seen elsewhere because, you know, it's very clear that we're going to be building a mine and a mill for Copala. I should say very clear to me. Of course, we need to release a PEA going forward and that type of thing. But, you know, this is appearing to me to be a very clearly a, a large-scale mining operation. So anything incremental like La Luisa is just kind of added bonus here. And, you know, little blocks of NPV and cash flow that uh, will eventually be mined uh, for a profit. So we're, we're excited about that. All right. So looking at figure two, we can see where some of the current drill results came from, some of the drill results from prior drill holes or drill releases. There's this gap area, about 400 meters in width. The news release says that you have a second drill rig going after this gap area right now. Do you think that could be a higher grade area or is that just all about just extending mineralization? No, I think we have the expectation that these areas can all be very high grade. Um, we just don't know till we till we go. We don't know till we drill. 
and we, you know, we, we plan on drilling the whole strike here, but you know, just because it's not, um, you know, as high grade as Napoleon doesn't mean it's not necessarily high grade in the grand scheme of things. I mean, most operating mines in Mexico run at maybe 200 gram silver equivalent and 80% of that might be zinc and lead. So, you know, to have uh, precious metals dominant here, even higher gold grades over good wits, you know, I think is a great sign that La Luisa is a, a great structure. So, you know, it's going to continue to grow. We're very happy with what we see here. We've seen, you know, multi-kilo hits here. This is uh, an area that may be just under those those kilo numbers, but still, you know, very meaty, very good grades. Now, since you have two drill rigs continuing to drill on this, it does sound like it is still looking to expand on this mineralization. Is this resource drilling, though? Will this area be added when you do update the resource again? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But La Luisa ended up being, you know, a pretty sizable amount of our, our last resource, and it shows how quickly we can go from discovery to resource. And now, you know, essentially within a year from discovery, we, you know, we put La Luisa into the resource. Now we're doing incremental expansion, uh, resource drilling along La Luisa. So uh, I think that's what's so exciting about this district. You know, it's, we've only really been working in earnest here for about four years. And in those four years, we've made multiple, many, many high-grade discoveries that have turned into the world's largest undeveloped high-grade silver resource. And, you know, I think that's going to continue. We're, we're really excited about some uh, potential other you know, high grade centers of mass that we see that, that could be project two, project three, project four across the district here. You know, because of that, uh, you know, we do have further exploration plans this year, which I think will be incredible. I guess final question then, how many meters are you putting into this La Luisa area? So we're expecting here at La Luisa, you know, it really kind of depends. I, I think over the rest of the year here, we probably should put another, you know, 10,000 meters, I would say into La Luisa. Uh, but that can grow uh, at any given time here with more success. So, you know, we're certainly not limiting ourselves here. We kind of, you know, expect to put a certain amount in that allow us to achieve our resource goals. But beyond that, you know, we can continue drilling at these veins uh, for many years to come. So what about some other regional exploration? You mentioned you're still playing that card of other center of masses around this project. Sounds like this year you're going to start attacking them. What can you tell us about other regional drilling? Well, Jesus, uh, Dr. Jesus Felador, who is our vice president of exploration, has done an incredible job leading a, a really strong team that's uh, you know making new discoveries through sampling and, and prospecting across the district and using uh, satellite imagery and LIDAR basically to find old uh, disturbed areas, old workings, and then go in there with new vectoring tools and, and try to find high grade uh, centers. And, and they've done a great job. And, and one of those areas that we've found is uh, in the Southeast. And uh, there's a, a trend called Camellia San Dimas that looks to be, uh, have some of the characteristics of a Copala, high grade flatter line structure. So we're, we're excited about that. We'll, we'll look to, uh, to drill in the Southeast. Uh, of course, the Animas, uh, Cordon de Loro trends, in the center of our, our map, uh, very exciting to me. That's where the historic mining really occurred uh, in, in large scale in this district. But I, I suspect that there's many other, you know, big dilation zones, uh, big breaches there that uh, that could be uh, discovered that, you know, that probably sit subsurface that don't outcrop. So I'm really excited about any exploration in that area. It's in the east where we're active with our Prismo joint venture. And that's kind of a bit of a... Um, 
a legendary area. I guess you could say the old timers in the camp really get excited when they talk about the eastern part of the district. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get some drill spinning there at some point, probably this year, too. Do you have any time frame on when you could get some drills spinning in these other areas then? Prismo is doing some work there, which is great. So, you know, we've we've seen a number of very high grade results up to 10 kilos out of Prismo in the last year here. So, you know, there is exploration occurring out there. We're definitely doing some surface exploration in that area. Whether or not we, we drill it in the next month or two, I don't think that'll be the case. Uh, but later in this year, it's quite possible that, um, you know, we'd be drilling some targets out, out in the east. Uh, but really our focus, you know, in the in the coming months here, and I say months, it's, it's not half a year, but uh, the coming months is to really kick off the de-risking of our existing resource. And big part of that was bringing Simon Smerlick onto um, the company full-time as COO. This has been an incredible hire. I suppose perhaps not exactly a hire as Simon was a very early director of a company, a mentor of mine, and, you know, involved on the technical committee for Vizsla as the chairperson of the technical committee for, for a couple of years now. So Simon's coming in at, with a head start at a, at a good pace, but he has in the last few weeks brought in such a level of, of organization and, and professionalism to the de-risking aspect of, of what we're doing here that, you know, you only get that from someone who's built more mines than most people in the industry have ever even visited. And that's, and that's Simon, you know, so de-risking the project to me means uh, making sure that our mine planning uh, as part of the PEA is done correctly with uh, a vision for the next 10, 20, 30 years of production rather than just test mine that we're, we're looking at here. Uh, planning that test mine uh, is very important. So Simon's taking the, the reins on that and we're looking forward to, you know, possibly getting underground here, um, certainly before the end of the year and testing Copala and Napoleon and getting an understanding of how our drilling's reconciling, how the vein is, is acting underground. It's very important to get your hands and your eyes on those veins before production. And then also the PEA. You know, the PEA is expected uh, somewhere around the midpoint of the year. And uh, we expect that to be uh, really exciting for investors and certainly will allow us to talk production a little bit more. And, and that'll be great. Uh, we're thrilled for the, the PEA coming. So is there any news that we should be watching out for before the PEA or even before any more news about getting underground? You mentioned permitting for a bulk sample last time we chatted. Any news that we can keep an eye out for that that focuses on the de-risking aspect of this project? Yeah, well, and this is important. That test mine, underground test mine has been permitted. So important to note that. I think what's really important is just to know that, you know, we do have a constant stream of news flow coming from the project, whether it is de-risking or further exploration and, and infill drilling. We're looking at different technologies and how to uh, basically de- communicate our exploration potential. So there may be news release out on that coming uh, in the future here, certainly news on drilling and then any other type of news, you know, it's potentially corporate news around our spin out. You know, we expect to have that royalty spin out uh, formalized here in the next 45 days, which should be pretty exciting as well. Okay, Mike, I think that brings us up to speed. So thank you for this update. I'll post a link to the company's website so you all can read over the recent news. Please keep sending me any questions you have for Mike and the team. I'll get those addressed for you, and I'll follow up as more news is released. Mike, again, thank you very much for this update. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it.